Pezza, I don't know how many times I can keep flipping opinions about what's good and what's bad because it was only so recently I'd already made sweeping grand conclusions about what I think all of this meant in the same way that I knew that Oswald shot the president, okay? I believed in the magic bullet theory. And then I saw a film from Oliver Stone and I was and I started to think, hmm, yeah, grassy knoll gear. Maybe it doesn't all add up. I'm being questioned all the time. I'm having to question my own thoughts so much so that I mispronounce 90s and 80s uh, singers' names. Um, I thought it was bad last time. Now this time it seems like that's wrong and the team that was bad last time now good. Thoughts? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I think that's harsh on Cher's 2000s work, to be fair. Uh, nevertheless, <laughs> mate, England. Uh, England, looking good. It's looking good as a solitary tear rolls down my rattled face. Uh, start the morning well, he goes. Like in the context of what happens thereafter, even just to add 50 uh, and, and, you know, root impregnable, unable to be impregnated, uh, 350 is just an unbelievable score on this deck. And I don't know what they did to change it. I don't know, I don't know what the powers at the MCC um, managed to do to switch the deck in between innings. But when mm. India uh, headed out for their first innings, all of a sudden, it was cracked, variable bounce, gripping and ripping inconsistently. Uh, it's it's a huge day for world cricket and understanding that other nations can, um, you know, do the, like ha- have this influence over and above India. Massive ahead of the ICC meetings in Dubai in March. <laughs> and, uh, of course, there's just the general elections uh, during the IPL. Um, I'll give you the scores and what's happened in the day's play. England started the day at 302 for seven, I think. I'm actually not sure that was the end of the day's play score yesterday. But you know what? No one's going to check that. So, yeah, hey, here we are. They finished 353 all out. Um, Ollie Robinson scored his first test match 50. He finished 50 out of 96. And, of course, Joe Root, 122 red. Just increasing the average in India and the test average generally. It was 49 before this test match, nearly 50. So let's round it up again. As I said yesterday, it's the nearest 75. So Joe Root averaging 75 in test cricket. Fantastic stuff. Um, the bowlers there, uh, Ravindra Jadeja finished four for 67. I think he's got a bright future, especially bowling in India. It looks pretty good. Cool deep, yeah. And Jaiswell picked up no wickets, but um, uh, Akash D3 for 83 yesterday. And then, of course, uh, Siraj and Ashwin taking the remaining wickets. Then India took to the crease today, Pezza. Um, and Rohit Sharma was the first to go. Two off nine by James Anderson, caught behind from Folks. Then Shubman Gill was the first of Bashir's wicket. Then Padadar. And then later, Jaiswell was three of his wickets. Um, and uh, wait, what is it? Bashir, Bashir's got four for 84, hasn't he? Yeah, of course he has. Um, Jarrell and Yadav at the crease at the moment, but uh, Jaisal's wicket 73 of a ball that shot shot low uh, from Bashir. Uh, another beauty, it's, it's Bashir's day in, in many ways. Uh, in fact, in all the ways. Um, the bowling figures there, as you see on screen, 4 for 84 for Bashir, uh, Anderson and Hartley, the other wicket takers. Uh, so, um, you know what? I'll take this moment. Go on, Charlie, roll the clip. 
Did you think that the power that brought you here had given up on you? But when would you believe in yourself if not at the finish line? Why hit the brakes when there's still fuel in the tank? Because the power that brought you here is still in you. All you need is a little spark to go like hell. Hell Energy. Thanks as always to Hell Energy Drink. People really enjoying Hell Energy Drink and the and the vibrancy and the colors and the energy that it brings, not only themselves, but this show. Um, Pezzo, Show Bashir, um, when I first saw it, uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's another occasion that I don't necessarily think I need in my life of me proving to myself that I'm dumb and wrong consistently. Because um, he's had a day out and it, it's, it, well, he's about 32 overs. I think about 31 on the spin. Whew, it's, uh, it's a good day for the young man. Yeah, man. Uh, like th- that's, that's one thing an Indian deck can throw up. You know, like you get to see the skills of guys who might not otherwise get a shot for their country on the kinds of decks that they typically produce. And today was Shawa Bashir's day. I think I heard Graham Swan, I was going to say overheard, like I was in the kitchen doing the dishes and, um, <laughs> you know, Graham Swan was talking to, to Sanjay Mandraker and I sort of was, uh, you know, eavesdropping on him. But, uh, Let's just call it overheard. I overheard Graham Swan say that Shawa Bashir does not have a first class forfer until today. So uh, he he made he bowled beautifully. It's it's tall stuff. Mm. It's spearing into the deck on the two paced cracked in consistent wicket. Sometimes grips, sometimes doesn't uh, hit his areas. Uh, like um, yeah, like I I, I think it's a, a huge um, a huge compliment to the guys who selected him, uh, it pretty probably a tough call to drop Rayan Ahmed, bring Shah Bashir in on this particular deck, but uh, it's, it's paid massive dividends. Uh, I, I thought Stokes' captaincy to his spin bowling, I, like I always say, without a hint of irony and in full um, noncery earnestness that I do enjoy watching Stokes' captaincy to spinners uh, and to bowlers when he's hunting wickets. Uh, there, there was one particular wicket where he gets um, – Safraz Ahmed uh, caught at, uh, caught just by Joe Root at first slip, like just classic spinner's deck where Safraz was struggling for runs and Stokes continued to offer in this single with a with a deep point and Safraz just pushed hard at that single that at that um that uh, to the offside that wasn't there. Can he talk today? I don't know. Uh, and and gets the nick, you know, which, which was good captaincy, good bowling. Uh, it would be Shah Bashir's best bowling uh, ever. So um. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was his day. He was a difference, and England are um, are massively ahead as a result uh, of him. Um, other things I enjoyed today. Um, Ollie Robinson's pace, I guess. Uh, but you mm-hmm. know, England's up. So can 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 you go hard at that? I don't really know. I enjoyed um, <laughs> I enjoyed Robinson to Jaiswal. Um, like you know that that nick through that's that. Well, it it bounced uh, ahead of Ben Folks, like and and just um. Just a couple of things on it, like no problem, folks. Um, essentially claiming it, uh, you, you probably feel like you catch it, and he doesn't claim it like in the kind of Michael Clark to Jai Warden one hundred percent Mahela uh, <laughs> styling, but um, yeah. claims it claims it the way that he should. Um, don't really understand why, like, is like why England teams cheering like after the replay of it, uh, but 
that could be blue dress, gold dress stuff. Like, so happy yeah. to happy to concede that. Um, anyway, um, well, they were all cheering except for Crawley, and then Crawley realised that he needed to cheer as well. But, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Otherwise, like, just um, I, I just got the impression, man. Like, when when England came out to bat, they did pretty well this morning, putting on an extra fifty, and the deck looked docile enough to the point where you would think, well, India might pile on some runs here. But as soon as Eng- England started bowling and as soon as the spinners came on, it turned into a name on it deck. There's a, there's a ball with your name on it. Uh, you know, some were shooting through really low, some were really gripping, some were going straight on. Uh, and I, you know, it, it's it's been pretty tough going. You know, none of the none of the Indian batsmen, um, Jaiswal sort of, were able to get any kind of foothold uh, in this innings and England find themselves in a fucking excellent position. I'm tormented, generally speaking, by the day's play and Bashir having this wonderful day of taking four for four big wickets as well and gets Jaiswal at the end there. In that, like, you know, me and 100, 106% of the people consuming this program right now, just they just wanted to play. They just wanted to play the game. And it turns out our hands weren't big enough from birth and so we couldn't play. We just couldn't play the game. Obviously, there are levels but we couldn't play. But what we can have are strong, firmly held opinions forever. Now, of course, England have had a day out and they are leading this test match, it seems, so far in this moment of time. I'm watching Bashir bowl and I'm hearing he's been picked because Stokes saw him bowl against um, Sir Alistair Cook on Twitter, and now he's a he's an incredible Test match quality bowler, mm. and I don't know what now that's been taken away from me. Okay, mm. I'm just I'm a social media guy. I'm a guy that lives on the internet. In many ways, I just live on people's screens and through their ears and stuff. And now, if those things if those things are being taken away away from me, away from me, what? What do I have left, okay? And uh, that's what I want to say, Pezza. Today is about me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just saying like Bashir, when I first saw it, I was like, mm, this ain't it. Um, and then he has just bowled. It's not just the that the wicket is conducive. It's also he's been picked because of his height or the angle he bowls from or whatever. But he has he has improved in the, in the innings that he has bowled for England so far. And... I think in the just in a broader sense, um, England have found themselves in the positions. You know, in most games actually, they were they're right in the game and they're right in this series um, against an Indian team that's on the back foot, probably because of the unavailabilities or the or the guys that are rested or whatever. But um, but they are in it, and the guys like Hartley and Bashir um, are the guys that are put them in a position where right now. <laughs> England should win this game from right now. Yeah, India has some good players. And they can do some stuff as well. But it's um, – I guess what I'm saying is I just didn't see this performance coming. I, did, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming from these guys. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge day, you know. India go into the series 2-1 up. England on the back foot. A lot of questions about their style. Uh, you know, spinners change. Young Bashir comes in. Root plays a masterful knock that appears to be the difference at the moment as everybody else essentially fell around him. And uh, and and for England, you know, who need to win this game, they go into today requiring an excellent spell or an excellent day from somebody and probably a spinner on that deck. And for the young guy uh, who's never taken a forfer in first-class cricket to stand up and knock over the big boys and not just with innocuous wickets – with some incredible deliveries and some sustained 
bowling, uh, sustained consistency and the ball coming from different trajectories, different paces. Uh, it, it's, an, it's an excellent day for an England cricketer. Uh, today. So it is hats off to Shah Bashir and it is hats off to the guys who selected him, who had faith in him. G'day, Louis. I know you're a big fan uh, of of Shah. Uh, and, and g'day to those listening on podcasts who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, which wouldn't be the first time. Um, so, yeah, an, an enormous, potentially pivotal uh, England now balls deep in this game. It, it, it is going to take a pretty major turnaround for India to storm back into it. It's not, mm. um, you know, beyond the realms of possibility. But uh, after two days of cricket, and there won't be two more days of it, you know, so, so, something pretty dramatic is going to have to happen for India to get themselves back into it. Mm. Um, let's talk about Jaiswal, who uh, you would have seen some stats go around. We probably had just had one too many caveats. The young man is an incredible cricketer. But when I'm seeing a stat like he's the first left-handed Indian opener to score 600 runs in a test series, it's just one or two too many caveats, you know, for it to be a, a, a stat dog woof woof uh, as a tribute to one of our old sponsors. Um, you know, to, to for me, and I, and I think really I should be the arbiter of what is and isn't a good statistic, um, that, uh, you know, it's it just feels a little bit of a stretch, you know what I mean? But saying that, um, it's – a shitload of runs. He, um, I saw a um, a tweet from um, Yaz from um, Wisden, um, who said that he now has uh, Jaiswal has the same amount of sixes in Test cricket as Coley, <laughs> which is fucking unbelievable. Because uh, just my opinion, but I think Coley's quite good. Um, well, he was anyway. I haven't well, you know, it's, it feels a bit. What have he done for me lately, Virat? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was he was. Um, it's amazing that in a team that is that's been depleted of runs, um, you know, with no KL Rahul, no Virat, that the, the Jaiswal's now. Not just the informed batter, but fuck, they were relying on him to get somewhere close to England's first innings total. Um, it's uh, and it it looked it looked really good, and I, I suppose you know in many ways actually credit to Bashir again because when he got that wicket, there was a wicket coming. Like such was the quality of the bowling. But anyway, um, Jaiswal, good. You know that he's good when you feel like he's let you down with seventy. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind <laughs> yeah. of Bradman. It's a little yeah. Bradman-esque, you know what I mean? It was like, mate, this yeah. guy's just fucking on. I don't know how he's going to get out. Uh, and he's let us down with with 70. And I, I don't know, have, he's got a hell of a backstory too, he goes. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. No, no, no. Just yeah, like no, he's good. No, and that? no, yeah, just a, no, just, it's a backstory. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Do you want to talk about um, England, generally speaking, uh, or the deck, or what do you want yeah, to talk about? Yeah, I just, I just last thing, I just um, a little bit of deck chat, uh, you know, vis-a-vis Twitter. I noted that um, Stuart Broad's weighed in uh, on on the deck, saying he mainly tweets about England, yep. but looking at India, they're an amazing team on flat test pitches in India, where their spinner skill comes into it, and they bowl and they out bowl other teams. Playing on pitches that roll along the floor brings in the opposition so much more. I can't understand why they've prepared a pitch like this. Backed up by Michael Vaughan. Don't know who tweeted first, to be honest. Uh, India have completely brought England into the game, preparing a pitch like this. Much appreciated. So firstly, a couple of... Um, a couple of English guys, you know, who, who are happy to speak, um, just weighing in uh, early after two days. But um, also yep. pro- probably fair to say, like, you know, if India had first years with the bat as well, might, m- game might look a little bit different. Uh, 
I still think it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a reasonable point. It's just so funny in retro, like it's just amazing how things can look bad in retrospect. I mean, I think India's just rolled the dice at two one up and gone. Let's break up the deck, see if we can win a toss and um, turn these guys over. You know, with them on the back foot, and I think it speaks to England's resilience. That's uh, they're still they're still in it. And I have to say, like the 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 style with which they most of them bat. I mean, the the definition of baseball seems to be changing. I I heard today that it's just marshalling your resources well, um, which sounds. Oh. Awfully like just <laughs> playing good. <laughs> I don't know, um, but uh, they they could kick they could kick could kick away, you know, from from India and just and bat them out of the game. Uh, so that is another trait of baseball, isn't it? Kicking on. Uh, that's that's I don't know. Trait. It sounds to me uh, like if what yeah. if if they play better cricket than the opposition, then that's baseball. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but but. Today's not the day to kick it because they've they've done really well. I have always said like uh, baseball with the ball is good. I, I quite like I quite like how Stokes goes about it uh, with his field placements and all that sort of shit. Bowling changes, uh, but yeah, like yeah, I mean the the the. The deck's doing plenty, starting to roll and shit. I can't really see the game going yeah. um, too much longer. And England has played better on this deck. Uh, I, I, at the end of the day, I think it speaks to the quality of Joe Root's innings to put that together facing Jadeja and Ashwin. But it is also interesting that like, okay, they have bowled day one instead of day two, but Jadeja and Ashwin, mm. even today, even this morning, uh, were not able to uh, extract from the deck what uh, as consistently um, – you know, the, the kind of grip and rip and inconsistency that Shao Bashir and Tom Hartley were, you know, just a, just a good day for England spinners is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that's the case all the time, etc. I just think England's playing well. It's a long way of saying England's playing well on these decks. I don't think it's always the case that India should make flat decks where they out-bowl guys. I mean, when there's a bit of turnaround, turnabout, I've, I've seen them fuck some teams up too. So uh, anyway, I just think England's playing real well. Uh, India is going to magically need to get to 300 uh, to to make a game of it. I know a lot of England people um, are shitting bricks that they're going to get rolled for 76 playing reverse sweeps. That would be good from a humour perspective, yep. but uh, I, I get the impression that England are going to bat themselves into a pretty good position and uh, India are up against it. I, uh, I I found it interesting that you mentioned Stuart Broad. Actually, Stuart Broad just taking to Twitter and, and discussing the pitch because I'm not sure if he caught his later tweet um, saying, um, it started like this. Haven't seen much of this test match just of yet. Uh, just clicked on now. England massively on top. Spinners bowling accurately. Uneven bounce. Cracks. Bowlers dream. 350 looks 100 above par. Tossing this series seems crucial. Bat first. Dominate the game. Boomer rested. Can't understand it. Eight overs in his last innings. Handed initiative back to England. Oh, you know, this seems like a great moment. Sing when you're winning. So I salute Stuart Broad. Sing when you're winning, sir. Uh, And, of course, look, we're all watching tomorrow, aren't we? We're all watching tomorrow just to see what happens. Just to check in. Just to check in. Just to see how this one pans out. Uh, Should we do hashtag AskTJC, Pezza? Yeah, uh, this one is from Direct Hit 007 or some shit. Yeah, that's it. So this will be good. Um, Look, um... Direct Hit 007 says, I'm an Indian fan in depression since 2013 for obvious reasons. Rohit Sharma's captaincy feels like my girlfriend in bed turns me on suddenly with good field placements plus tactics and then suddenly spreads the field for tailenders like Robinson and England get runs. The mood is off. How do I assess him and stop my mood swings? So that sounds... To me, Pezza, like his girlfriend is setting fields to him in bed. 
Now, yeah. use your own imagination and let us know in the comments what that would look like for you. Um, but I did jump on Healthline, which, as you know, is my Bible, um, and it says, uh, what can cause rapid shifts in mood? Uh, abrupt changes in mood or mood swings aren't always a cause for concern. Rapid shifts triggered by periods of stress or transition, for example, are often temporary. Persistent fluctuations could be related to an underlying condition and may be managed with treatment. So if that's not a warning sign of just Googling, of just basically WebMDing your, your, um, your symptoms, that you could be having, just keep in mind there, 007, that this could be an underlying condition of your girlfriend setting feels for you in bed. It's just something to think about. That's that's all I'm saying. And I would definitely not use what I've said as medical advice. I feel like I need to caveat that in case something happens to you. <laughs> I just think it's like don't get too down here. So if you've got a girlfriend in bed, that's, that's probably a good start. You know what I'm I saying? Like, yeah, that is. I mean, I'd say the majority of people are watching this particular show, like the demographics yeah. of our audience would fucking kill to have a girlfriend in bed. You know How did I mean? you now, do now, that? Now, some might actually kill, and that is also to be discouraged uh, greatly. But um, greatly discouraged. Greatly discouraged. Don't do, it's a, don't, do not kill to have a girlfriend in bed. That's greatly discouraged. But uh, yep. it's, it is, it's good that you've got a girlfriend in bed. Um, for some of you, it will be even better if she's setting field placements. Uh, yep. And um, if you're unhappy with those field placements, just be grateful that you've got a girlfriend in bed. Like go back to square one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that is how I feel about Rohit Sharma's captaincy. Be grateful he's there. Mm. Be grateful you've got a girlfriend in bed. Not always going to set the right field, but by God, it's it's thick and it's good, you know, and it's given you a lot. So fucking hell. Just smell the roses, brother. Smell the roses, yeah. the direct hit 007. Yeah, I mean, if you want to role play in bed, maybe buy yourself a CSK jersey with seven on the back, Donny, and then you can have your dream that you've always wanted. That's something to think about as we close this show. We'll see you guys on the internet tomorrow. Cheers.